When I say street, y'all say fight. Street, street. When I say flat, you say earth. Flat, flat. Another group I'm checking out, I'm looking into is the flat earth people, which I'm almost willing to sign on with. No way. I, you know, I, I like mean, their, I like their attitude. I want to be, I, I, I feel like I could, I could go to church without completely a hundred percent believing in God just because like, Hey, you know, builds a community. Yeah. <laughs> but with the earth, like people, you have to think that everybody that took a picture of the earth was dishonest. You have to think that anybody that, I mean, for me, I think we need to offer people a chance to fly around the world in like one direction and, and, and land in the same airport. Maybe they would never know. They would never, that I would, I mean, I'm going to tell you right now, if I was a person who thought the world is, is flat and you put me on an airplane, you, you could just fly me around in two circles and let me land. I wouldn't know the difference between that. Or if you tried to fly me off of the end of the planet, you know, you got, yeah, I have, I, I, I do have to admit, I have zero real world or practical knowledge about the earth. Um, I've traveled on big swaths of it, but never came to an edge of it. But I haven't, you know, according to what they tell us is out there, I haven't touched very much of it. Well, that's what's interesting about both of these. That, that's what's interesting about the flat earth and in uh, the lost city of Atlantis is that like, the lost city of Atlantis, they do have a place where they think it was. The end of the earth, those people, they just don't have a place to go. Like, they, they, they can't prove it to me. You know, take me to the end of the earth. Why can't you go? Is it, what is it, like, closed off? I'll bet there's a, the government has a fence around it, actually. You know where the government, it's Area 51. <laughs> I can guarantee you that the end of the earth is in Area 51. That's what I see, or maybe we're in, we're on the inside of a of a sphere, so like the well, edges of it would just be like you could just float on, around them and swirl up the sides, but you'd have to eventually float back towards the middle. Flat Earth and Atlantis, they both make you feel like a geek too, because like with Flat Earth, they call the they're like, oh, you think the Earth's a ball? Like, <laughs> <laughs> you think it's like an orange or something, dummy? Yeah. <laughs> Another basketball player, Shaq, believes that the earth is flat. He absolutely believes it. <laughs> yeah, went on like a speaking tour and like went and said it out loud. He was on a tear about it. Yeah. He just was like, and, and he's not even asking questions. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's very certain about it. And uh, is somebody that I would love to have the chance to to understand He's somebody that I looked up to also. I mean, as a kid, I went, my parents won a free trip to Disney World at the Extravaganza, which was this like cheap products place at the fair, and they would hand out free vacations. And I had a fucking shack, a number 32 O'Neill hat for Orlando Magic. I kept the tags on it, just like a rap video, like, um, and that guy is somebody that I would love to, to I loved his <laughs> fucking candy bar, his movie. Every, I mean, like that guy is an elder to me, and I would love to sit down. I leave even watch. You sit on his I've lap. I've watched plenty of Shaq's comedy jams. <laughs> I talk to him about his comedy jams too. I've seen all those. You you would sit on his lap and ask him, right? Yeah, like, like a I little boy. Tell he, me how the flat the Earth is, Shaq. <laughs> well, I have his quote. If you want to hear, let's it. hear it. It's true. The Earth is flat. The it's Earth true. is flat. Yeah, it is. But this is from a podcast where we say a lot of things over and over again. And he's like, listen, there are three ways to manipulate the mind. What you read, what you see, and what you hear, and what you hear. In school, first thing they teach us is, oh, Columbus discovered America. But when he got here, there were some fair-skinned people with the long hair smoking the peace pipe. So he's like, you know, they told us Christopher Columbus was good, and that was bullshit. That's true. They did. They covered up everything that he did. He was an awful person. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm with you on the same page. Now, listen to this. This is going to get you, Brett. Really good. So what does that tell you? Columbus didn't discover America. So listen. No. So listen. There were already people here. He's like, so I drive from coast to coast, and this fucker is flat to me. 
I'm just saying, I drive from Florida to California all the time, <laughs> and it's flat to me. And I'm like, I mean, I can't disagree with it that. It feels flat. It feels really flat. <laughs> like, if I'm just driving on it, even flying in a plane, it doesn't feel like I'm being swung around, like, by a rope, by centrifugal force or something, you know? It yeah. feels like a real flat-ass ride. I don't like. I, I'd be having some flat rides. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "I don't go up and down and at a three sixty degree angle and all that stuff about gravity." Have you looked outside Atlanta lately and seen all these buildings? You mean to tell me that China is under us? China's under us. It's not. The world is flat. <laughs> it's China's over there. Yeah, it's like just drive there not you have to go down yeah. or around he's probably fucking around right you think i mean he's that toying been with all my over emotions the fucking, he's been all over the earth he's been on the whole thing he's seen a lot of the earth yeah i mean he's been he's probably been to china if you probably open movie theaters in china or something man that's a big that's a big 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 um Man, that's a big endorsement. He's that, doing experiments, at least. He's driving from Florida to California. Yeah, he drove from one side to the other. <laughs> I mean, I'm not doing any experiments on the shape of the earth. I mean, I you know, I do though I do have to say is that I, I have always said, um, you know, those of you listening in horror right now that think we're we're infecting children and believe in a flat earth. I would like to see it from space. I would like to fly up in space and see it as a big circle. But I can also conceive that on something of this size, it would seem relatively flat. Like I could imagine being like, if I look at a golf ball, I could imagine being like a little speck of dirt on that golf ball. And it seemed like a pretty vast, you know, valley that I'm in, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure, yeah, he believes that. He's just like, uh, he, he, he doesn't. It feels flat. It just it feels, feels flat. flat. Everywhere I've gone, I've never felt like I was upside down. You know what I mean? Have you ever been upside down, Brent? No, I never, never felt upside ever down. Never one time felt well, no, like I was upside down. We've never tested it, though. True. We've never went to Australia. We've never went to upside down places. We're on the right side up of the globe. Or so they tell us. They also fucking squinch up the maps. If you look into it, a lot of those maps are very distorted on uh, what it actually looks oh, like. Oh, there's no way we know what this fucking whole thing looks like. <laughs> none of this shit. I don't believe none. I don't believe a map. I, I never the, believe a map. I'll look at even the flat earth mats I look at. I'm like, that's. I, mean, I saw the science TV one where they broke it down into like the, the I don't know, it looked like a backgammon board with like the points on it and everything. And uh, they had it broken down. And I was like, that's not the earth that I know, really. No. No, because the only earth you know is your house and six hours away from your house <laughs> right, in right. any direction. Yeah, that's the most earth I've really gotten to know. You know. I mean, you went to Dallas, but even that is like, what's that, 12 hours? You've been 12 hours away. You've seen. Yeah. And even like, say you go to California, you flew over most of the goddamn thing. You well, don't yeah, even know. I, they I could have flown to California before. Yeah. The whole. So you flew over the whole thing. You didn't experience nothing except no. for California and Ohio. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hard to say. Hard to say. <laughs> <laughs> at least you at least you're like. I'm not going to like jump down your throat for guessing it, I guess. Yeah, I, I, I just think, think well, a lot of listeners are in the DSA. Why can't the DSA get flat earthers? I don't see yeah. why you can't have a tent big enough. If Street Fight can have a tent big enough for flat earthers, then the DSA can have a big enough tent, I'm sure, right? Yeah, and it, and for me, it's, it's great to talk about. It's very stimulating to talk about. It's better than like... <laughs> These people that, that that are attracted to like this dogmatic authority that is like handed out from NASA, it's like, ah, I've seen all of that. We know what it is. It's like going back to the Abraham Lincoln stories. It's like going back to Founding Father stuff. Like, we know, yeah, we've been knowing that it's round. I've been doing, I mean, I'm trying to get a better story. 30 some years now. It's no fun to just think of it like that anymore, man. I, I need more. Like, this is okay. Like, I'm trying to up my experience. I'm trying to live on top of an earth that's shaped like a velociraptor. <laughs> Change your mind, man. We're going to start this. We're going to kick this thing off since the show's about the occult. That's a little different than ghosts. And it's something that we love to talk about. Uh, we're going to do we're going to do this article. There's a list in this article from Mental Floss. I love like that site. Use that. I, I like, like that site. Get flossed, you know. I like regular floss. Um, 
I also know there's a lot of gunk in my brain, so I like to get it out. Yeah, a lot of gunk. Dab, like, mostly dab oil in there. Yeah, I like it when it makes when my brain bleeds as well. Yeah, that's that's what they say acid did, right? Exactly. Wink, yeah. wink. Mm, my Psychonauts. Bleeding. <laughs> my brain's bleeding and dripping onto my spine. That's why I feel so weird. <laughs> that's what they used to say. Your brain's bleeding and dripping onto your spine. And each that's time cool. it drips... It makes your eye. It, that's so cool. That's what my friends. I know. I wish. Me. I wish. I wish psychedelic science was real. I wish somebody would draw that for me. A brain dripping. I think that's most. That was the cover of the drug zine, if I recall. <laughs> it was basically something along those yeah. lines. So number one in this list in 1986, author Phil Phillips published a turmoil in the toy box, a book detailing how masters of the universe and other popular cartoons of the area era were endorsing pagan practices through coaxial cables with oh, pastor wow. Gary Greenwald. Phillips also shot a video that elaborated on his theories. The question is, is there a well-organized plot and insidious design right now to program and influence the minds of our children toward the occult and witchcraft, Greenwald asked? It was a rhetorical, as the two explained, that the Thundercats were inspired by heathen gods. So the Thundercats, problem. They yeah. are satanic. And you're, you, you had a family, right, around you that was this kind of Christian, yeah, we had a family around us that um, had to sit down over Magic the Gathering cards. Yeah. And we had to talk about deities and shit. Like, yeah, they would not be okay with cat god shit. Imagine, t- is, that's, it does, it sounds like, and like, God damn, a cat, wa- a bipedal cat <laughs> is not something that we can accept on God's earth. <laughs> God damn it. A cat should not have pectorals like that. Fucking unacceptable. It's abomination of God's beauty. You fucking sinful bastards. You've <laughs> ruined it. You're, he's he's going to turn his back on us. We're going to be all sent to hell for what you've done with these felines. These sexual felines that, that promote bestiality. <laughs> it's... Like the Egypt, the Egyptians were, they're like the Egyptians. They love the cats. They were cat right? fuckers. They, they, they got it. flooded out for it. <laughs> and uh, I mean, this it's kind of this wild atmosphere, and it even led the the biggest news this week, which was the Brexit, which was great. I love I love British stuff because I love to do all the voices. It's my it's my favorite part, mate. It's it's I can't man. It's me favorite part. Oh. <laughs> Hello, it's a Brexit. Oh, I hate the... Who are they hating now? Polish people, I guess, is what I saw. People from Poland is who they're... Oh, yeah, Eric Clapton. Eric Clapton, yeah, he hated the... What did he call him? He had a horrible name for him. Oh, yeah, well, that was... Yeah, I'm talking about the people that are mad now, the Brexit. The Brexit people, like, are mad at Polish people, right? Mate, me and my friends was going to go get some jam for biscuits and a... Some immigrant took it. Yeah. Oh, oh, we, Br- all, the, Br- all the marmalade. <laughs> some These. chavs. Some chavs from some Luxridgeshire came in and, and bought all the baked beans before I could get mine. All, all that was left was curry. <laughs> I was walking down the street with my mates and a couple of chavs nicked me baton. I was out here with a brand new baton, sparkles and everything on it. It gets nicked. <laughs> me nan bought that for me. Me nan. <laughs> She's lo- dead. She's dead and buried. The, the, law, the NHS couldn't save her. Oh, piggly, whole governor, blah, 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 blah. There's no Bengal tigers in Cincinnati. There's never been one. They probably don't even have one at the zoo. They never no. will have one at the zoo. No. All they, they have at the zoo in Cincinnati is squirrels and rats and dogs. Yeah, like different breeds of dogs. Yeah, Cincinnati the- Zoo sucks. Stay in Columbus. Yeah, it's like, uh, it's kind of just show off a couple four legged creatures they let you pet. Six cats walking around free. Like, you know how they let the peacock walk free at the Columbus Zoo? And the Cincinnati Zoo, they just let Siamese cats walk around. Yeah, people just throw it over the uh, 
fence. It's where people put all their old animals. They just throw them over a fence. Cincinnati is the worst place. Their zoo is just a dump. Yeah, oh, Columbus. Columbus Zoo. Whoops it. Yeah, have you been to the? Columbus I feel like zoo? I'm on an African safari when I'm there. Yeah. When you're at when you're at the Cincinnati Zoo, it's like you're just walking through some alley. There's I saw a tumbleweed the last time I was there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's not even a dipping dot stand there. They haven't even gotten there yet. Ugh. Stupid Cincinnati Zoo. All the shirts you can buy and stuff have like wildlife on them. It just has like a goldfish. They got the, the Cincinnati. You know what? If you were thinking about going to the Cincinnati Zoo, just go to Meyer and look in the pet section. Yeah, and buy yourself an irregular T-shirt. Yeah, and you got the whole experience. Yeah, that's exactly that's the Cincinnati Zoo. That dump. Not Columbus though, man. Columbus. That's like taking a ride on Superman's back. I know Columbus Zoo is great. It's an experience. Yeah, don't go to Cincinnati. Buy all your stuff. But don't buy Cincinnati stuff. Don't go to their zoo, especially. It's a trap. Get you in yeah. there. Then, yeah, then they get you all diseased, then you have to go to their hospital, and they suck money out of you when you get bit by one of the rabid dogs. <laughs> it looks nice. The funny thing is, is they put a really nice front on their zoo, and then as soon as you walk through the entrance gate, you step into a mud puddle. And they, <laughs> and they lock it behind you. Yeah, yeah and you can't get, you gotta walk, it's like the haunted hoochie, you gotta get to the end of it. You gotta make it to the end of the Cincinnati Zoo. It's not even a fun time. <laughs> right. It's a trial. It's like running the gauntlet. Yeah. Oh, God. There's... Oh, that parasitic cat. That <laughs> feral cat just walked up and scratched me. I need to go over to the vet. Is there? Is there a doctor around here? They don't have doctors there for sure. Yeah, the, why did why does that dog have a festering wound on its neck? Yeah, why does the zoo have dripped? And why does this zoo have dogs? There's dogs everywhere. I can see a dog in my neighbor's backyard. <laughs> There's mice and hamsters, and all their only concession is popcorn. <laughs> popcorn and water. You can get popcorn and RC cola. That's yeah. it. So, like when I was in. My last semester in college, I took all those criminology classes that I'm always bringing up. And uh, I took a juvenile delinquency class and then a criminology class. And in both of those classes, I had to read like study after study about uh, when when you start studying drugs and, and especially like youth drug use, how D.A.R.E. just didn't work. It's like D.A.R.E. didn't work. And first of all, I wasn't surprised to know that. Yeah, everybody that came out of D.A.R.E. knew it was wrong. I don't know what you're supposed to – I mean, no one, I think, goes back to change that. But, yeah, definitely not surprising. And I, and I, def, I have read a multitude of, write, of write-ups where people are just like, this is – I mean, it's obvious this thing is not doing anything to, to help. Yeah. It's like well, abstinence, not even- abstinence doesn't work. Like, they can just literally show you how hor- what it does after you start doing – after you implement these programs abstinence only education it's ba- that's basically what dare was is abstinence only education yeah because if you touch that stuff you're you're on a slippery slope through a gateway to heroin addiction and then a, an early grave at 27 yeah. on top of the world because you have a rock band yeah so like um i started kind of explaining like yeah most people you that use hard drugs tend to have tried marijuana because it's a pretty benign thing. And, you know, every time we talk about it like this, I also say, like, don't use it. Just you, uh, actually today I said, you know, you'll be 18, 19, 20 someday. You're going to try it. Probably. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I, you don't want to definitely don't want to be. I know I have a friend whose mom was like, you're going to try it someday and made him smoke weed at 14. So no. you don't want to you don't want to force him. I don't want you don't want to keep like saying to him like, "Yeah, do it. You're gonna do it. Why don't you just do it already?" <laughs> like it's an option. Yeah. It's an op- It'll be well, an option. You'll you'll deal with that stuff later. You don't need to like not right. Yeah, not when you're a kid. Yeah, and don't give. Yeah, just don't do it when you're a kid. It's a bad idea. You know, I because I, I I was in a conversation last night about. uh because I had just watched Straight Outta Compton, I was explaining the first time I ever heard 
the uh, the first time I had ever heard NWA in my life. And it was when I was 12 years old and I was at a party and I was hanging out with some older kids and I was like, it was actually a really pivotal night in my life. It was a, it was one of those moments that kind of changed the way I saw the world. And they're like, what, what else happened? And I said, well, I <laughs> heard NWA and it was also the first time I got high and I was 12 years old. And like, I found out when I was 12 years old that everything those people said was a lie. Like everything I graduated from dare, but I figured out that my, my degree was a sham, you know? Yeah. I, yeah, it's uh it doesn't, and the other thing is you said you've even mentioned that you tried acid before that. So it doesn't, it doesn't, one didn't lead to another. I mean, people are going to brush up into the things that they do, but there's no, the slippery slope idea is such an outdated opinion, you know? So I started like probing because that's what I do all the time when my kid starts talking about something new that I haven't heard her talk about. You know, if she's into Egypt, if they're studying Egypt at school, I'm like, well, tell me something about Egypt. I'd like to hear what you learned about Egypt. Maybe you could tell me something about Egypt that I didn't know about. Yeah, show me your work. Let's let's show our homework to each other and see what we got. Yeah. So I started asking her more questions and I said, so what class do you learn about this? And she said, health. And I said, okay, that's a good class to teach about drugs, I think. And, and I, I think I, I questioned teaching about it in fifth grade. <laughs> like, it, it, like I questioned even making kids worry or drawing their attention. Nobody's offering fifth graders drugs, really. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, in the sensationalist world of like, you know, the hellscape of liberal America, I guess. Drug dealers are out there looking for 10-year-olds. But you're right. I mean, it is like one of those things where uh, to address it with that age is like you're, you're, you've introduced them to it. They had no idea people were popping Molly. They dance to the songs about them, they, and they don't have any idea what cocaine is. And then you bring in this cop to show it all to them and tell them about it. And then, you know, there are there's that group of people that are like, well, now I want that. Not because I want a gateway drug, but because I'll try anything. Like, I'll try this stuff. I don't. You know, I'm at a place where I, I want to try it. And you and for me, I was the same way. I mean, I felt lied to. I smoked weed when I was 12, and that's when I first heard ICP for the first time. So that definitely forked my road for a while. But this was only because I had a really bad babysitter that would go hang around this dude because he was always smoking. And so, but that was a one-time thing, and then I kind of left it alone. You know, it was just a weird, dysfunctional thing. We moved away. I moved to another city. So I left all of that environment and um, didn't smoke it again until after high school because I was just thought that people were, the people that did it were losers and rejects and usually did, you know, weren't that impressive to me. They weren't show, you know, they weren't very good representations of drug users. But when I did smoke it and got into it in 19, I just felt like completely lied to. And maybe it was, it wouldn't have been more of a gateway drug. Like I wouldn't have then been like, wait, so I want to do mushrooms now. Like if weed is this safe, I want to do mushrooms now. I want to do acid. I want to do mescaline. I want to try Coke. I want to try all the stuff because they told me this stuff gets people killed and that it's sold by these nefarious criminals. But everybody I know that's selling this stuff is like the nicest, coolest person in the world. So like you do, you, you're setting them up for a huge amount of fail. Like you're setting them up for them to feel betrayed. All these adults that lied to them, especially all the adults that did all the drugs too. You're also painting an inaccurate picture of the world a lot of times. I mean, like I remember one of the central one of one of the things you that Dare really pounded into your head was that like, look, buddy, you're you're ten years old now. People are going to start offering you drugs. You're going to middle school next year, and they're everyone's up there is tripping on goofballs, and you don't want to get caught up in that stuff. We have to scrape up kids off the floor once a week from what that mess is of a drug is creating. They made they made it seem like a war zone. They really did seem like you were going to get like kids were going to shove you down. Like they show you those videos where kids are getting shoved down, and like drugs are put in their mouth. <laughs> yeah, and it 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 just. It was harder for me to find them. 
up until I was like, up until you're like 15 or 16, they're almost impossible to find. And the only reason anybody's looking at them is because somebody asked you about them or somebody taught you about them. But another, another, I, I think another thing about, about the thing that made me crazy kind of that when I heard about my kid being taught about it was that like, why have a cop teach it? Like what it what qualify the cop is not a teacher. Like it, it like the cop doesn't have a teaching certificate. <laughs> no, the cop is I mean very biased in this too. I mean he has a one sided he sees drug use from one side where he has his gun pointed at people that use drugs. So even he's in there, not even really realize what he's doing. And, you know, setting up the foundation of what kids are gonna think about drugs, some of them for the rest of their life. I mean, you meet eighty year old people that are still are hard on crime and drugs even though for centuries there's been people like us trying to spread the news that like all it's all wrong and it's just racism and all these other weird things it's not it's not like if you touch drugs your life is going to be ruined everyone was housed in identical stack and pack compounds where there was just enough room to take short walks outside but still remain within the safety of the complex there were no mcmansions to manifest wealth here simply because wealth was not allowed this guy's writing a no mcmansions world no. and i'm like tight like there's some republican reading this fucking no mcmansions what the fuck dude are you serious i love bay windows you know, me and Marty both have a passion for bay windows. I've got 10. He's got eight. <laughs> it's important Fucking- to me. They're important to me. They're my bay windows. I decorate them. I put up a shade. They're my shit. Don't take that from me. <laughs> Fuck, man. I was, I've was. i been working from the day I was born to get my own McMansion, and now they're taking them. The Chinese are taking them away. You're giving you, me a stacking pack? A fucking stacking pack? You know what? Maybe you just need a garage for your fucking car. I got projects to do. I need extra space. I need a four car. I don't got four cars. Maybe I want to have them. You ain't well, allowed. Don't stifle me. Stop stifling me. <laughs> This paragraph fucking kicks ass because it is all stuff we've tried to sell on this show. Yeah, I mean, utopia. I mean, my shit would be peaceful if it was just like go to work for six months at a time, do the podcast, get free food, get all of these like perks. I I am against stacking packs. I don't want to be stacked or packed. I'm okay. Well, I'm gonna come out pro stacking. Yeah, you are into that. You do like you are an evangelist. Where I'm like. You know, we'll probably buy a house someday, and you're like, I want to get like a room in a building. <laughs> and then I just have to pay for that room in the building, and I can sleep there, but it's somewhere where I can walk around. And I'm like, all right. You That's wanna, all you I'm ever get, looking for. You want to be in a stacking pack? All I'm looking for is a fucking stacking pack. 20 really? by 20. Give me that 20 by 20 deal. If I could afford a room, uh, like, I, I always think it's funny that people in New York are like, I don't want to live in some fucking building. And I'm like, that's my dream is to live in some fucking building. <laughs> like right. they're all trying to get out of the building into like a brownstone. And I'm like, fuck that, man. That sounds like I have to do something with it. Something breaks. I got to fix it. Put me in a motherfucking stacking pack right now. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, want to wake have, up and make breakfast, and then no, get you the don't fuck have to make breakfast though, dude. And, no kitchen. And, you don't want like have a kitchen? I looked. The place I looked at last time had a continental breakfast in the morning. Wasn't even no, a hotel, come on, my dude. Dude, that's too much. You just go down to the lobby, and that's a lot un- of nitrates and, and shit. Well, yeah. I wouldn't fuck with all those prepackaged. Treats. Well, I would ask them to get granola or something or smoothie. <laughs> can y'all get? Can y'all sell my smoothies? Hey, here? you running down to the store? <laughs> Is a concierge service. My dream is a building, dude. I just really? want to live in a building more than anything wow. on this planet. Wow. I do. I do. I, eleva- I want to take an elevator up to my room. I want to fucking stand on my balcony and look out at the fucking city and be like, this whole place is fucking <laughs> running with trash. <laughs> what? You want to no, just just look down on no, people? I want to just stand in my fucking room and look down on look people. Look at the degenerates lining the streets. <laughs> They're mine. <laughs> I control them. I've always wanted to live in a fucking apartment building. I've always like even like an apartment building that's 
not like I there's suburban like apartment buildings that I used to hook cable up in. They wasn't anything special. They fucking look just like any regular ass garden apartment anywhere. But I was like, there's a hall inside to the place and I get to walk into my I get to take my elevator up and walk down my hall and go to my apartment and it's like my space. And I'm like, that's what I want. That's exactly what I'm trying to get my hands on. They use the most booty stuff, though, in those. Like, yeah, that, that, that I mean, that's why. Goofy I'm, carpet. And I'm a city guy anyway. I would live in the city if I C-I-T-Y. got into a building. City guys. Hey, hey. So Go I'm ahead. not going to uh, give any of the description of this person. Okay. Because <laughs> it's a police. I, I'm reading the Johnstown Police Department's Facebook page. Got it. Right? Four two two at on four two two thousand seventeen at around three twenty p.m. An individual wearing a gray hoodie was seen driving a black sports motorcycle somewhere. I'm not going to say where. The individual made a turn and uh, onto another road and headed north at a high rate of speed. He was going a hundred miles an hour, and these and he outran the cops. And now they're posting online. If you know anything about this dude, could you let us? They're so burned. He's a legend. Up. They're so. Burned. He's a legend. He's a legend. Yeah, I, now they're trying to get people that got a, that just drove fast away from him. Yeah, it's a, the individual was traveling more than one hundred miles per beat. hour. Was, this is the bullshit about them is they want all they want everything protected. Like they aren't just willing to, to the people that try to keep the peace or whatever. They want to guarantee that anyone that gets away will be punished. And it's like, no, you got beat. You're yeah. supposed to be the baddest. You're supposed to keep the law and order around here. You can't do it. Yeah. You can't do it. You can't outrun this motorcycle. You can't catch the motorcycle yeah. that's driving over 100 miles okay. into oncoming traffic. If he dies, then you have to go clean him up. Yeah, that's your job. But like, other than that, like he got away. You're done. You're yeah, done but- with you're done with it. Now you go home and you go to bed and then you go the next day and deal with whatever the shit is for that day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like this I say can- a case. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I mean driving 100 miles an hour or something that plenty the cars go that fast it's i mean it's not that absurd in other places around the world they drive their cars 100 miles an hour you know and you can't drive your car 100 miles per hour anywhere like they're like no, it's just, a great place to drive it i mean yeah. it's the straightest roads possible <laughs> you're just running right alongside a fruit farm for acres what makes it dangerous is the police yeah because they're out there causing trouble they're trying to catch you when you want to go out there and play duke boys out in the country yeah i mean if you want to do drive so donuts fast. yeah we used to drive Burnout. so fast in Asheville, ohio which is on the other side of the city but just yeah <laughs> just outside of the city we used to go out there and just just pickup truck going 110 it was incredible yeah like, trying to jump cars and shit yeah, trying to hit a ramp yeah shooting gravel up on somebody's fucking house yeah it, well no we didn't vandalize anything <laughs> <laughs> that's you driving you're through so, people's yards you're right? so into vandalism i love driving through people's yards man that was my favorite thing to do with my car you are so no gods no masters you you're like you would have been a rioting anarchist if you would have been 15 or 16. You would definitely be a black block. You would have been busting windows. Robbed. Yeah, we talked about that. I did feel like my radical youth was taken away by a lot of confusing <laughs> idea, uh, you know, uh, politics and shit. Yeah. I didn't get a chance to do that. Yeah, no. So, yeah, like Brett said, Johnstown Police, this is not a case. No. Uh, you, you they beat you. You're just... Ba- why, just keep it hushed. Don't say nothing. Yeah, why are you telling everybody about it? You been makes you look bad. Now yeah. everybody knows all you got to do is go 100 miles an hour and you get away from them. Right. It's really weird that they would just publicly announce how bad they are at catching people that break the law. And like somebody would have to turn them in that they know. Who would yeah, turn who in would a badass that? dude going 100 miles an hour on a motorcycle? Like this dude was driving a motorcycle, right? And the police pulled him over and he was in his mind. He was like, all right. Me and you and most people would be like, I'm just, I'm going to pull over. Hopefully I'll be able to talk my way out of this thing. You know, he did not do that. He took another option, which was see if I can outrun these guys. And I think I can. And if I can, that's it. Yeah. Was there no plate on it? No plane? No plate? They couldn't get it. They couldn't see the plate, I guess, because they couldn't chase him. He drove onto the other side of the road and took off at a hundred. You can't chase a guy like that. But wow. now they're, tra- but it's like he made the decision. Like I think I can outrun these guys, 
And that's a part of your job, cop. You that's should freedom. have to That's called it. liberty. We call that liberty. Yeah. That's called yeah. getting to do whatever. Yeah, that's freedom. That's sovereignty. That's sweet right there. And even saying like that he was dangerous, nobody got hurt in the end. So, I mean, you didn't catch him. Nobody got hurt. But these are just such bored cops. Yeah, they have know? nothing else to do. I they have a lot this. of hurt pride. <laughs> I love this. He's as free as an eagle. This oh, guy. yeah. Like, he's the most Fuck free. Off. <laughs> Fuck off. I'm trying to ride my motorcycle. Stop. He knows he can do it now, too. He I know. knows that any time he could go out Very and confident. taunt him. Take the stupid tag off of it. Well, they ain't going to catch you. Well, actually, I, well, this is it. I don't, I can't, I'm going to do this all from memory, which means it's all bad. But Almighty Prismo, our good buddy Steve, um, he shared, uh, a story today about someone that stole a $4,500 ring from Macy's. They just said, Hey, uh, I want to look at that ring. You know, I'm thinking about buying that ring and they just ran out the door. That's the best way to steal. (laughs) Yeah. 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 I mean, we talked, I talked about it in the shoplifting show on the make black Friday red show that you can watch. If you're a Patreon subscriber. Yeah. Yeah. The code's there for free. Totally. Um, yeah, a lady at Kmart said, let me see that jewelry and then ran out the door and dove into the back of a car and they drove away. Yeah. And this guy pulled the similar thing. It's been two months and they can't find him. And they're just obsessed. Nobody gives a fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Nobody's like, "Eh, whatever. They got took. Well, first they reported it as being $45,000. They did. did. People were like, no. (laughs) (laughs) Like it would take. That's not even enough. I mean, what is that? That like, well, like, I mean, that's. Uh, somebody's salary you know that's that's nothing you know yeah. it's Who a good steal it's a yeah, good score though is, it is, is nice because you're gonna have to sell it for like it's a forty five hundred dollar oh, yeah. one you're probably gonna sell the damn thing for a thousand. Oh, you probably get 10 get, you can get 10 out of something that expensive no i'm, I'm saying a 4500 oh i'm oh, saying yeah, if it's yeah. worth four thousand five hundred they yeah. probably stole themselves a thousand dollars and right. i'm here to tell you man that's a great come up a thousand dollars would a thousand dollars every once in a while a would breathing change room. My life. that's a breathing room right there that's all of a sudden you can let your belt loose you can go out to eat a little extra yeah i mean you can go out to eat like once every now and then yeah um, yeah, I, I mean, I applaud them as well. You can buy the dollar ninety nine bread instead of the ninety nine cent bread. I mean, honestly, what I think is totally unfair is that these people always get to to they like they're the only authority. We don't have any ever. We don't have any any chance to like have a competing authority or group against them. Where it's like, hey, you put you put ink tags all over the clothes. You paid people to put uh, magnetic sensors on all of the cardboard tags. You have. Uh, sensors that scan me when i come in and out you have cameras doing all this shit if i get that ring out the door it's mine i beat your system it's like a fucking board game it's like the wild wild west really you know it's like the wild west leave me alone i did it like you said you have all these precautions and everybody is is uh, is okay with them but like i beat you like why they always want it? They're just sore losers. All these, all this authority is sore losers. Whenever <laughs> we beat them, yeah, yeah. And whenever you're, you're one not- of us walks into a bank, is like, hand me that money, and they're like, uh, uh, shit, we we got a hand in the money, and they're yeah. like, they do, and they get it, and then everybody's like. Nobody cares if the bank lost the fucking money. No. Bankers, I, I mean, like bank robbers used to be heroes in the old folklores of that I used to know about, right? A woman that Some I... Some old Dillinger shit. When I worked at... I, I used to work at a restaurant that was next to a bank, and the bank got robbed. This is the same building as the bank, and the bank got robbed. And the teller came into the restaurant afterwards and started talking, and she was like, I didn't give no money. And I'm like why yeah I mean, you had a chance you had a perfectly good excuse to give to give one of us a whole bunch of money somebody like it's probably just they need their rent people don't i just because it's I all insured think, yeah i think those kind of robberies are are i really do think they're one of the they're done out of desperation oh yeah it's not a thrilling crime because, no and, it, and it's not a big time money heist you're you're you know when you leave there you might have a thousand dollars right know? right <laughs> yeah there, i mean there's very few uh there's very few there's that guy that did the dirt bike bank robberies he's a hero he, like he had the system down and he did it for fun he knew how to do it yeah they made that movie place beyond the P- pines about him yeah, I got I oh he that's a real movie? He, that's a guy, yeah. Ooh. He 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 would walk like a crab. Like when he would go in, he would like bob up and down like and do a crab walk so they wouldn't tell how tall he was, and he would just jump 
Like he was really athletic, so he would just like jump onto the counter and jump over. Yeah. And uh just grab the money and get out of there, ride a dirt bike into the woods, load it into the back of like one of those Ford Econoline trucks, and then take that shit out on the road and be gone. And Ugh. he was super successful at robbing bank. Like he was methodical. This Alani crime right here, this ring crime. I'm looking at it now. Which one? The the ring at oh, Macy's what is it? crime. It's just it's a Lonnie crime. Just a lot it was just I I'm thinking this. about buying for that for my my girl Angel. <laughs> my girl, I've been with her for six years, and I said I'd marry her if I could get a how ring. Much, how much you say? You say it was zero percent financing <laughs> for how many months? Damn, for thirty six months, that's damn good. Boom! <laughs> you fucking running. People don't know. What to, people freeze up. <laughs> well, yeah, that's you have a head start. Uh, what? Uh, what? Is he stealing? Sir, you can't. I love it whenever I see people steal like that. Someone's just like, "Sir, you can't do that." And he's like, "I don't, I don't think that's stopping him. <laughs> I don't think that's stopping him." No, no, that's not an effective. I mean, you, sir, and, and that's the thing, sir, sir. <laughs> well, I have a thing that somebody sent to me recently that I thought I needed to get your opinion on, and I think you and I are going to sharply differ here. Okay. Um. They sent me a link to a site that they were like, I think this is a street fight issue. And uh, the web address is barefootislegal.com. Like it. Okay. Should be. And I want to read. You their- can't require people to have shoes. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. You can't. Let, let me let me read this. Well, I, 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 have some, I have some opinions on this. Okay. Welcome to Barefoot is Legal. We're a group committed to promoting barefooting and showing that it's both healthy and legal for all age groups. We're glad you found us and hope you can take the step to going sans footwear. Our first steps guide can give you a few tips for starting out. Please look around as the site develops and learn more about why we dare to go barefoot. Now, okay. I'm ready to go dare to go bare. I'm yeah. sold already. No, don't do it. Is there a pamphlet I can get? <laughs> well, they are. They do have pamphlets. It's healthier for your feet, dude. It makes them strong as shit. You can have Tarzan feet. No. Well, I mean, that might be true. Tarzan feet would be nice. Because my feet, because I wear work boots all the time, or Nikes, at the bare minimum, I'm wearing like Nike running shoes. So like, there's never a time where I don't have a significant amount of rubber between my feet and the ground. Yeah, your shit's in like a humidor. It's all soft and like tender. You're right. When I walk out on just a sidewalk, I'm like, oh, this is a sharp sidewalk here. Yeah, imagine just like plodding around, along, flat-footing on that, that asphalt until you build up a nice like Vibram sole on the bottom of your feet. So here's the first, here's the I'm first. I'm down with this. I'm not, I'm not, I'm against it in a way. And, and it, I think it's something I grew up with. And, and let me explain what it is. My kid never wears no damn shoes. I know. Your kid barely wears a shirt. <laughs> That's true. She's or pants. She's very feral. Yeah. She likes that. She like every time I get here, I have to turn around <laughs> so she can run out of the room. Cause she's been watching the iPad naked all day. <laughs> Yes, I mean that is You're like Brian's here. Hold on a second. She's like, I'm naked. I'm butt naked. And I'm like, okay, man, I ain't looking. I'm fine. That is the Snapchat of our life. I mean, I don't have to do it because that's what it is every day. (laughs) I'm naked. My 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 we my house is so clothed. My my wife wears a sweater to bed. My kid wears free T-shirts that I get at different events that we go to. Yeah, lots of free shirts. <laughs> but I, uh, yeah, that. Well, I mean, one thing you learn when you become a, a professional podcaster is your T-shirts are all taken care of. Yeah, no more <laughs> worried about. I'm not worried about covering up my chest at all. Yeah, I'm I have good on so t-shirts. much clothes to cover my chest. Currently wearing a free sheer mag T-shirt that I was given. <laughs> um, so. In all 50 states, there are not laws on the books about being barefoot. I'm also wearing a free 710 oil gets the job done shirt from Electric Canna Carnival. Just, I'll be wearing a free profit is theft shirt on stage tomorrow in Indianapolis. Maybe with a shirt under it. I haven't decided yet because I think it looks kind of weird. I haven't figured it out yet. Um, so... I guess the first point that they make on this site on like this little sliding thing is in all 50 states, there are no laws against going barefoot, which shocking, shocking to me. No, you can't make shoelessness illegal for real, for real. When I was a kid, 
I used to wonder why you couldn't go into the grocery store barefoot, right? Yeah, what exactly. Is, what's going on in this grocery store that I can't be barefoot? My dad told me, who I don't know why I took this bit of advice from him, like literally nothing else. He right. told me, what if somebody breaks glass and there's glass on the floor and you bleed all over the place okay. and then there's blood, sure, foot blood all over the floor. <laughs> yeah. Somebody's blood's all over. You go to run out and you're slinging blood all over the place. Something about running. We're not talking about stealing. I'm saying. No, no. I'm like, saying you cut your foot and you freak out and you start right. running around shaking your foot all about and blood is just slinging all over the, the blood on the apples and shit like that. That's like that's causes shrink. Number one. And it's just. Bro, it's not if, safe. Uh, some yeah, bro, fifteen you, year old has to go and clean it up. If you dare to go bare, you sure as hell know where the glass is at. Yeah, okay. I'm not walking around barefoot and and accidentally walking in to some glass. Although when I did mushrooms in Galveston, Texas, I did accidentally walk into a fire barefoot. Right, and and let me just say that like you are a careful guy. Yes. You make sure things are taken care of. So if you decided to dare to go bare, <laughs> I feel like that would be safe. Now, what if I decide to dare to go no, bare? No, I would be worried. You would <laughs> you would lo- all of your you would lose all of your uh toenails. Well, that's You would kick them all off. But that's who laws are. That's who rules are made for, right? Yeah, they're looking out for you. Yeah. But Th- they also rules they are also- made for rules are made for me, not you. You're you're yay. You know, you know how to follow rules to the T and you're a smart guy and you you're you're conscious about stuff. You don't like step on things in your boots and just break them constantly. You know, you're not like a Godzilla like me, but I'd be willing to say that more than 50 percent of adults are Godzillas. They're not careful little pixie fairies like you. Well, I got but I'm going to what I got to say is are you going to come and stand up with me at the courthouse when I'm locked up? They've got my an- ankles wrapped up in cuffs. You're bare. They locked my feet up. They locked these free feet up cuz I said I couldn't walk around in their federal buildings, you know, with no shoes. You know shoes what? I'll on. tell you the truth. If you get arrested for being barefoot in a federal <laughs> for building, I'm on your side. I'm barefoot. Okay. Well, let's we got to try this. Yeah, we, slap some skins on the asphalt. Try it out. Let's let, let, let's promise that this summer you're going to go barefooting. Will you <laughs> go barefooting this summer? Yes. <laughs> we got. We're going to have. We have a little more money. We can get you. We can get you taken care of. Well, yeah, we can turn on our pedometer app and then share the amount and be like, and did it all barefoot. <laughs> all of you are running around with that shoe technology wrapped around. You got you got it all wrong. We were supposed to dare to go bare from when we were born. I, I that's not a, a agreement I've made, and I think that everybody should have to wear shoes. It's just like an ugly feet thing. It's like basically once you start letting people go out without shoes, you're then letting them go out without pants. And it's just no. like, cause you, you're, I know what your thing is, right? I know what people are going to D. I know what Feet people are going to stay down there. I know what like people butts, are going to at like, me with and say like, you can't force people to buy shoes, man. Yeah, exactly. You can't you know? outlaw shoelessness. You can't force people to buy pants either. That's what I'm trying to say. See, but here's the thing. If we're all sharing like the same areas, like a bus seat, you can't put your bare ass on that. But you can, you have to cover it up with some cloth. But feet stay down below. Feet are down in the gutter, man. It's all gross down there. You so, know? so here you go. Genitalia and stuff that like seeps liquids like has to be covered up. They have questions about. A, so are you a business owner wondering about the legality of barefoot customers? We're here to help. And they have a telephone number that you can call if you're a business owner that wants to let barefoot people into your business. Because there are. I want to throw a fit outside of a 7-Eleven with a no shirt, no suit, shoes, no service sign. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is this is getting like really far into like. You're like one step under a sovereign citizen at this point. When, yeah, it's when just you too start free. saying this it's is not against the law, man. Exactly. I can be barefoot. It's people that are afraid of too much freedom. This is what got us in this goddamn America problem in the first place. Is they're like, I mean, yeah, we're pretty free, but we can't be too free. We can't be free enough to have like kratom or have weed or to buy alcohol on Sundays or gamble or get prostitutes. Like they, this is the type of shit, man, that when they start saying you have to, to cover up your feet with all of their capitalist solutions, <laughs> their capitalist solutions. <laughs> 
Let's look at the. Uh, so there are no health codes against not wearing not. shoes. So you can. Since the 1960s, people have been told that going barefoot into a bank, restaurant, comic book store, or any business at all is illegal and or against health codes. Some stores even say health code on their doors or windows. Others will not have a sign but cite health code for evicting you. There have even been businesses that have refused flip-flops because these are not full shoes. Right. Now, now that's that, strip clubs. I'm not for that business. Strip clubs is the ones that won't let you wear, wear uh, flip-flops in there. Do you want to go... <laughs> Oh, my God. Or nightclubs, too. Some of the nightclubs won't let you either. I don't know why. Over the past 25 years, more people are wearing sandals, flip-flops, and open-toed shoes. Because of their popularity, flip-flop-wearing patrons are no longer hassled. These are now considered shoes, and businesses no longer hassle patrons. There's too much money at stake. However, as yeah. less people started going barefoot, when someone does go barefoot, it is perceived that someone is breaking a law, even though a simple internet search or call to the health department will show the real truth. Zero USA states have any health codes. Zero USA states have any laws, edicts, policies, or statutes on going barefoot in public. Which is another thing, too. They oh, used man. to say that it's against the law to go barefoot when you drive, but now... Nobody says that. No, no. It's not that's you're allowed to drive barefoot if you want to. It's totally legal. It's, I, I do it every morning to take my wife to work. Yeah, so I'm going to be hanging outside the pool hall um with some tight jeans on, uh a white shirt with cigarettes rolled up in the sleeve with my leg cocked up, bare feet, just like looking clean as hell on top. And they're like, "Oh my god." All these girls walk by and be like, "Oh my god, isn't that illegal?" Like it's not even illegal, <laughs> and then I'll put my cigarette out and just walk inside. They're like, I just make it look dangerous, baby. God, Dare I've, to go bare. I've stepped on. <laughs> I stepped on a cigarette once at the beach. Oh yeah, yeah. See, I, it's just for people that you know. It's just for people that can't handle the elements. I just don't like want fire. One of the elements, like fire. I'm just really uncomfortable with it. I think I. It's I. I, I think, think I that, sound like an authoritarian here. Sure. But I feel like there's a i don't want to make cover their feet and shit man i'm not they they were born with those feet you know (laughs) you can't hold them accountable for the feet they was born with i'm not trying to make a law i i want to clarify in my utopia there will be no laws against barefoot i'm not going to make a new law against barefoot but i would like some social norms here you know just like a, a pressure to not be barefoot at the bank like let's put on shoes Let's get all dressed when we go out of the house and go to a place. You know, it's not we I hear people complain so often about people going out in pajama pants. And I hear people complain. That's for me. That's just yeah, you do. <laughs> and it's like now you're like, well, yeah, I'll put on my jeans and stuff, but I just I can't wear shoes. I want to be able to go to the grocery store without shoes on. It's like, no, it's not safe. It's not sanitary. I don't think it's sanitary. There's nothing. You notice how there's nothing on this site about people's dirty ass feet, like being all over the place, you know? Yeah. They're not talking about any health benefit. I'm trying to find health benefits on here. I mean, I know it's, it's gotta be. Yeah. Nothing. It's better for your stride, man. Those false bottoms that you're walking on, man, totally screw it up. All your whole equilibrium. No, I also, when we're talking about this, I just keep imagining like a barefoot just walking through like a muddy street, you know, like a really busy street. The rain's really coming down and you're like in a full suit (laughs) and your feet are just caked in mud and like road grime. Yeah. Just black and shit all around the nail beds. I didn't even like those shoes with the different toes in them. Like, oh, yeah. I thought those were too close for my comfort. I don't listen, Brett, wear socks. You can just wear socks. I'm fine with socks. Yeah, socks get more grody though. No, no feet get more grody because you can't peel the socks off. <laughs> like you can't peel your outer layer of skin off of your feet. Maybe if they had at the door of every restaurant a pet egg. So you can take that bottom lower <laughs> grime off your foot before you sit down to eat. Now, I just don't want to go to like, I don't, I don't want to go to like Chipotle and have a person at the table next to me in bare feet. It bothers me. It's not, I want to, I don't think that's too much to ask to put on a flip flop or something like that. 
Well, what is? I mean, there's no coverage there. Truthfully, I don't like flip flops. I'm I'm with the it's just I'm with because, the people that were against flip flops originally. Well, you're just against the idea of a barefoot touching the dirty ground, and that's like your that's your issue, man. I, yes, it is my issue. So I, why are you making everybody else strap up? I I I guess it's wrong for me to do it. I'm not trying to make anybody do anything. I'm trying to pressure you all into wearing shoes everywhere. Got it. Okay. I guess you're doing what I'm social I'm trying more, to, mores. I'm, I'm getting on the radio show to tell all of you to you got to wear shoes. Please or I'm, I'm going to point. I'm going to say, what are those at your feet when I see them? And it's going to be embarrassing. Oh yeah, that's true. That is the easiest way to get them. They what got, are those? <laughs> Nothings. They do have a list of uh, barefoot friendly stores that cool. is kind of shocking. But they're in like these, like in Las Vegas, Nevada, uh, Baskin Robbins. You can nice. go in barefoot. Okay, cool. Brada's Hawaiian style. I don't know uh, what that is. Carl's Jr., Del Taco, the Excalibur Hotel, Jack in the Box. What is your health food smoothie king sprouts trader joe's and tropical smoothie you can go barefoot in las vegas what if you could go to like rei and have them paint on like some sort of like rubber coating on the bottom so you can go hiking and shit like temporarily i would say just get a pair of boots okay get <laughs> no man a pair I need to have something to be able to to naturally flex my feet i'm so frustrated by the idea of a movement to have more barefoot people around the world. I'm I, I don't, I worry about again, people stepping on cigarettes, people stepping on all kinds of stuff and you know, just I, tracking dirt. And blo- it seems I'm so surprised. It's not a health code thing. Like they're saying like you can serve. Yeah. You can serve chicken wings where people dance naked. That's true. That's true. Well, yeah. I mean, there's a lot of rules about that though. Right. Where people's dance naked, they can't be all the way naked at any of those places. That's true. Yeah. Well, that's that. I mean, so that was something I was curious about. If you're a listener that wants to go barefoot, uh, uh, feel free to contact us. Uh, Murder Brian on Twitter. You can yell at me, Street Fight WCRS. But just know, I'm not trying to take this ride away from you. I'm just trying to guilt you into not. You don't want to see their feet. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I think the impetus feet. is upon anti-feet people to really make their point known when you see somebody. Yeah. Like, who's this Cro-Magnon? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't look cool either, man. It's like, dude, I mean, the foot is like the most is like the best designed vehicle. It's the ugliest part of your body. There is not an uglier part of a body than a foot. It keeps you upright. It's like your rock. It's your foundation, bro. <laughs> it's your foundation. Yeah, that's your roots. I think of your legs as your foundation. But then and you toes can wear shorts. Grip. I'm okay with shorts, Brett. I wear shorts to bed every night. You can wear shorts. I'm not a formal guy. I just, I want a bare minimum of clothing is how I feel. All right. All right. All right. We'll so agree to disagree on that. Well, I think we agree. Well, yeah, you stood up for nudists before too. Yeah, When? Last time. I thought I was against nudists. That was the thing. Like, now I'm against it a little bit. Yeah. But, I'm again, okay with it in a way. Like, did You're, I... You agree with it, but you just want... I, I get what you're saying. You just want to be a part of the tidal wave that is pushing against it. Not like legislating against nope, it. No. And I think that's the only way to make laws in this world that I'm trying to create is just make things socially unacceptable. You know, that's the only way I can well, figure the, out to do. And things. there'll be barefoot bars. And then, you know, people that tie their shit up as tight as a football bars. Like, we talk about this a lot when it comes why do you always make fun of how I tie my shoes? Because like, there's it no looks like your shit can't breathe. <laughs> it's not fair that every time we even bring up anything that has to do with shoes, you have to mention that I tie my shoes tight. Your tongue looks like bread bursting out of a pan. <laughs> <laughs> I need them on there. I need to know that they're there. Yeah, I mean, I guess they look like uh, they. It looks like an ace bandage. How tight it is it doesn't look it's it is tight but that's how you're supposed to wear shoes that's why they have the laces in them that's why you lace them the way that you do so you can get them on there real tight do you think when people do you think when the greatest generation went to war they were wearing their boots loose (laughs) no you think the russian revolution was running around and like laceless shoes 
No. They flopped them down. They had their joggers, and then they flopped the tongue down. Yeah, to no, they didn't cool. do that. They tightened them suckers up as tight as they could get because you never know. You need when... that. It's ankle support, too. Yeah. An- yeah, exactly. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about preparation. I'm, ta- I'm saying that, like, they make fun of us. on. They make fun of the left all the time about, like, hippie stuff and we're all like hippie dippy and oh you know what you're gonna come and take my guns with with no shoes on and like a uh, one of those fringe like skirts or whatever and it's like no man i'm ready for this my shoes are tight i'm tough i'm ready to go yeah. i'm just as ready as you i'm tactical i'm like sebastian gorka i got a everyday carry bag <laughs> Scott. Yeah, my feet. I'm my my divine uh, my divine creations of transportation. I've got to breathe. I need a little bit of air in there. I get it when I go to bed, and it feels so good. That's the other thing, man. Like I don't take my shoes off until right before I go to sleep. That might be the other thing that like I have. You're fucking up your metatarsals, dude. That's not. I don't even know what metatarsals <laughs> are. Number one, but I think I'm treating my feet with the utmost respect by keeping them in a shoe. No, you got to get out there bare. You got to dare to go bare to really stretch them things out, I'm not going to dare to go bare. Stop saying dare to go bare. <laughs> it's bugging me so much. 